0: Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe.
1: What is up, everybody? We are back after a two-week hiatus. A lot of stuff going on. Will's busy with school. I was busy. Well, I wasn't really busy at all. Um, So it's really on Will for for us not getting any episodes out. Um, No, but for real, we're back. A lot to talk about. Ramblers are back in the dance. What a weekend down in St. Louis. Wish I was there, man. But uh Will, what is up?
2: A lot is up, Chris. Yes, a lot is going on. I had a
1: feeling you were going to say a lot.
2: We're we're dancing again. Um, probably one of the best feelings in the world. That, uh, what? Yeah, it is. I guess one to, to let people in, like uh we're on spring break right now, so we got back to uh, Chicago on Monday, and uh, I, we go back to practice today. This is uh, Wednesday, the 9th. We're going to be re- releasing this on Thursday, so we've kind of relaxed a little bit the past two days and back back to work today. Um,
1: relaxed a bit.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm sure we'll have stuff to uh, work on, and, and Drew will... will point out some uh some of our flaws over the past weekend that uh will tidy up before selection sunday but uh man then that was a crazy two weeks in terms of loyal to basketball um that uh, we can uh we can discuss thoroughly uh in this episode
1: yeah the Bears segment today um i'm sorry to say if you're if you're listening to this for the Bears segment it's going to be non-existent um there's some free agent news and stuff, but nothing's really going on there. Might throw in some some mailbag questions that we have, and um, we're going to talk a lot about the blurs this podcast, if you, uh, if you haven't already got that from this intro. So let's get it going. Let's start it up.
2: Yeah, so uh, we got that. I'm sure you have plenty to uh, tell from Belgium. I know you guys started the second phase of your season, I should say, or...
1: Yeah, yeah, we started off, we started, well, we hadn't played a game in two weeks because of the national yeah. team break, yeah. but um, yeah, I finally got my car back. I think that was the last
2: episode yeah. I talked
1: yeah, yeah. about my car. I finally got it back. All
2: right, we'll, we'll get filled in on that, and then uh, this episode we capped off with a, a great interview with uh, Janae Gonzalez.
1: Yeah, uh, I'll, oh, I also got to talk about the Waffle situation. I promised yeah. that last, all
2: right,
1: I all promised right. that last time, and People might have forgot about it, but I will, <laughs> I will, I will go back and talk about it. So,
2: okay. let's Good. do it. All right, set the music, Mr. Hoffman.
1: in the intro, the Bears segment will not be happening. Not much going on there. Uh, but but stuff in the NFL is starting to ramp up a little bit. But mm-hmm. this segment right here is dedicated to the to the blurs. We're going to go, it's been 2 weeks, it's been almost 3 weeks. Um we're going to go, we're going to talk about, we're going to do the 30 second drill again. Starting, what was the last game we left off on?
2: I believe it was Drake at home. Yeah.
1: Yeah, we Painful.
2: lost. Painful. Like it was not senior night, but there were like I know I think it was Keith's mom's last time able to go there, so we we were aware of that, and it was our last weekend game at a uh, at Gentile, so it meant a lot to us. We had all the time of family there, and yeah, that was the first time I've I think I've seen. Loyola fans leave a game early ooh, which is like fine i mean that's a pretty awesome record that it came to that but uh and we certainly gave a showing that would you know warrant that uh but yeah that was really frustrating we were slow to uh some balls like i thought we had a great mindset but just as far as our execution and like performance, it just didn't it didn't add up. Um, Thirty def- seconds, okay. I'm definitely to time in all of these of the yeah. you know week ahead, but I wouldn't say that's that's what sounded like our bodies were were good and just came out and uh, didn't didn't get everything going. They hit they hit a lot of shots early on that we uh, were comfortable with them taking and. Uh, that, that, that hurt us in the end. So I guess that's uh, that's good for Drake number one.
1: That was more of a minute.
2: Yeah. Okay. All right, next game. Illinois State. We can do be, be less there. Ugly game. Ugly two-day turnaround. At yeah. Illinois State. At Illinois State. Did
1: you go and- to Biagi's before the game?
2: We did go to Biagi's. That won us the game.
1: What did you get?
2: What do you think I got?
1: Big Z-El Forno.
2: Big Z, the though.
1: Yeah. Okay. just wanted to make sure you're still the same guy I knew. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Pl- plenty of other guys got it, too. Yeah. Okay. Uh, is that good for game? That's all pick? that
1: matters. Um, next game. Evansville. Senior fun, night.
2: Fun game. Yeah.
1: You got – my mom texted me after the game and said, great win by the Ramblers. Will played six minutes. And made, what Would you score, seven? Nine. Nine? Nine. Yeah. She made sure to tell me that.
2: Miss, Missed my first free throw.
1: Oh. Could have had double digits.
2: I know. I know. State Farm player of the game, though.
1: Yeah, that's true.
2: That's big. It, I mean, if you told me four years ago that I'd be getting a State Farm player of the game, I would have said that is BS. You made I, one,
1: two threes in that game? Yeah. Okay.
2: little little bucket too a little oh yeah i saw
1: that i saw that i saw that
2: hey the best thing i got from the game though and i literally told london this you know like i don't really want to you know bring stuff up you know obviously we had a frustrating weekend with drake um so I, i like stayed away from like checking with drew but you know how everyone gives people like pictures Mm -hmm. so i'm like you know i don't want a picture of myself like i don't need that i just wanted the chair i sit in for the past four years and
1: i saw you had a chair
2: yeah so i gave it to you i ran it by them and i'm just like can you just give me a chair and (laughs) he drew us all for it um so i appreciate him for that so uh i got my chair
1: Yeah, I saw a lot of people, and we're way over 30 seconds now on this game, um, but I saw a lot of people uh, on Twitter and stuff. It was senior night, and um, some people even messaged me and were like, man, I wish you could have had a a senior night, you know, with the fans and stuff. And I think even you texted me that. Yeah, uh,
2: I Like, I I was thinking about you and Jake, man, like both of you that put so much into this, and, like, that was just like a – a great kind of cap off. I think all the seniors played pretty darn well. Um, and everyone except for me, which obviously I'm coming in and we don't even have enough. We didn't have enough players active that night to check me out, but that were non-seniors, but everyone else got like a little send off. And I just, I just love when that took place. And I, yeah, I just, I was thinking after the game, like, man, like Crut and Jake definitely deserve something like that.
1: Yeah. It was cool to see like, uh, I know you mentioned keith's uh, mom couldn't make it, but she made it to the game before um, yeah. it was cool to see like a Hears family uh, yeah. down yeah, there right.
2: A Hears, mom and dad have never been to a loyal basketball game I mean, yeah, yeah. The last one. his brother and his high school coach came to three games it was it was really cool
1: yeah so that that was cool to see and uh yeah, it was a good it was a good send off man it's crazy you never uh you know you'll never play another game in genteel arena, yeah. Oh, well, you could.
2: Well, no. But, oh, okay. Gosh, no. But no, those I, guys
1: couldn't. Can't, can't.
2: play another game in Gentile You know, that was a, that was a great, great last uh, game we had in there. All right, and then Saturday, Northern Iowa.
1: You and I, regular season title on the line.
2: <clears throat> I haven't considered what I should say during this segment for this.
1: Definitely hurts a little. Even when I, when like I, what was that? It was like a five o'clock start. Yeah. So it's like midnight here for me. So I was able to keep tabs on the ESPN for like an hour. And then I woke up in the morning, it was overtime and it was what? Like four points, 98,
2: 102. I
1: think it was 96, 102. Yeah. 96, 102. Definitely, uh. Definitely felt it a little bit in my stomach there, you know, like kind of felt it a little bit. Um, but, yeah, sometimes that's how it goes. A lot of free throws shot in that game I saw.
2: Yeah. Um, do, do I do I speak on that? I mean, oh, dude, I can't get into this.
1: <laughs> okay.
2: I'm just saying. Hey, everything worked out. We're going to the NCAA tournament. Culture prevailed. We we had a shot to win it. All right, we'll give him that. Had a shot to win it. Lucas did, uh, but yeah, no, it just doesn't it doesn't really add up. Doesn't really add up. All right, let's uh, let's go to Arch Madness. We were obviously pretty upset about that one. We had a good week of practice, and uh, I'm not gonna show- lie.
1: I'm not gonna lie, I was a little worried about the Bradley game.
2: Oh, so were we.
1: Like, not we're to say like I thought we we're gonna lose, but I was worried. Because in previous Arch Madnesses matching up with them, mm-hmm. it's a physical game. They don't yeah. call anything. They play like a grinded out style, low scoring. So once I saw that you guys beat them, I was I was I was worried about that one. And then once I saw that we won by what like 13 or 14 or whatever or was it more? Ooh. The game was it was in hand.
2: I was like 16. I'm not yeah. I'm not entirely sure.
1: It was in but, hand, right? I,
2: I mean, I got in, so it was in yeah. hand.
1: It was in hand. Then I was like my confidence really shot through the sky. Yeah. Um I had a feeling you guys were going to get you and I.
2: Yeah, I back. was pretty comfortable about that one.
1: And then Drake, you know, I figured, like, a lot of, like, even my parents are like, oh, I'm like, no, no, we got to win these games first. Like, they're, yes. they're already talking, like, oh, we're going to get tickets to the NCAA. No, 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 no. We got to win these games first. At yeah. halftime, they call me and be like, oh, we're going to get tickets. No, 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 no. There's still a whole half of basketball to be played. It's arch madness.
2: Yeah. Um, I mean, I guess just going into it they uh, they were without Wilkins which obviously is a great player um, and you feel for him for that but we had gained back uh, Marquise which you know that's a that's obviously a huge bonus and it showed uh, throughout the weekend um, I
1: watched I watched I listened to the UNI and I game on the radio
2: awesome okay
1: which Patrick Wallace gave a enthralling post game interview on, Did <laughs> on the radio. Okay. And, uh, I okay. watched, I yeah. watched the Drake game and, yeah. you know, I, I heard about the defense and stuff from the UNI game, but I didn't watch it, you know? So I couldn't really, it was good defense, but I didn't, couldn't like see the intensity, you know, you know what I'm saying?
2: Yeah.
1: That you get on the radio. But, uh, I can say like, when I watched that Drake game, like, the intensity, the, you know, denying passes, getting up in dudes, like, both teams were playing really hard. And you guys, you know, obviously edged them out. But, like, I think that was some of our experience because guys have been there before. Guys have played in big, bigger games. I mean, I guess Drake made it last year, too, so it's it's not like – They were inexperienced. But they had a, you know, DeVries is a freshman. He hasn't played in those type of games, and and he played well. But, like, I just saw, like, you know, Lucas Williamson experience, you know, played in so many big games. And you talk about that, like, a lot of coaches say, oh, well, we got a lot of experience. But, like, what does that really even mean, you know? Like, to me, that means, like, dudes that just don't, want to lose don't like when it comes time to play you you're not gonna lose like Braden Norris you know he's got that edge to him we all know it like he's one of the funnest guys to play with if funnest I don't know if that's a word but like yeah like I could just see it in him like he's just got I remember last year even during the Drake game like he makes the timely three he gets the timely stop like that type of stuff is what like experience is because you can't really – just because you have experience doesn't necessarily mean you're going to be good. But, like, you'd be able to grind it out, and and that's what we did.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, we have supreme confidence in, uh, in each other. You know, believe and trust, that's kind of our mantra. And, yeah, you hit on the head with Brayden and, and Lucas, and then you got guys like Tate and here that are just dogs. I've been there before. Oh, Keith. dude,
1: there was a there was sorry to cut you off. There was a play, gave me deja vu. Tate got on the floor.
2: And like shielded it.
1: Yeah, and he missed it. He he I think it was a jump ball, or maybe we went out of bounds, or they got the ball. And I was like, I tried after I saw that, I immediately tried to look. This is what I typed on my phone. Tate Hall loose ball, Drake 2021 20, MVC championship game. And I thought. Oh yeah, the video is just gonna pull right up. No, no, it didn't. It didn't pull up. But I got like serious déjà vu back to that play.
2: You're saying that there there was one. I I want to say it was the Bradley game. It was early in the tournament um, that he missed that he normally gets. But then in the Drake game, he did have a very similar. He got the ball and like in one motion blocked someone else with his back that was also diving for the ball, and it was like. A very similar play.
1: Yeah, but it didn't turn out to be our ball. He, oh, he got it. Yeah. He, he do, dove for it, and he could yeah. have passed it to Keith up the court. Yeah. And, like, he must not have saw him, you know. He must not have saw him. And then I think that got tied up, and it was a yeah. jump ball, and it was Drake ball.
2: Yeah. Still. But I just, still, I
1: was like, I got chills it. at that moment because was yeah. like, damn, that play last year was, like, the best play I've ever seen.
2: Yeah awesome that's what that's that's what he does man oh hey we also got to talk about the bradley game tommy's dunk
1: oh yeah i saw that
2: That i mean so i was on i was on manager duty all all tournament um just with our our bench situation um and i I thoroughly enjoyed that but i was kind of in the back like way behind the basket and i see him do the little shot fake, and Boya goes and I'm like, oh, he's got the steps right. He's he's going yeah. out. And Boya actually recovered like pretty darn well. Um, and just just missed it with a swipe, and that was oh, that was one of the best Arch Madness moments I've I think I've ever witnessed. That was sick. And then he got the which the happiest, most positive guy ever. Didn't even say a word, just looks at us and gives us the head tap. Because everyone is giving a little little head tap dunk on yeah 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 and teed up right there I saw that. that was bad that was yeah, bad. It was, it was worth it it was worth it. i want to talk to that ref about like like where do you draw the line like are you not allowed to throw a, a three up or if he flexed
1: or? if he flexed after that dunk is it a technical
2: yeah, I don't know. or not it's like, it's like the key and peel skit like, yeah, yeah yeah what are we doing
1: yeah but I'll tell you what man after that Drake game watching you guys celebrate and stuff and that feeling like it feels like a big weight has been like lifted off your your shoulders or you know just especially with you know how things ended against you and I I know you guys you guys wanted this one and mm-hmm. uh, it's got to feel great and it, it is we mentioned it before it's one of the greatest feelings you know in, in the world to to have your hard work and and everything come come to full circle and, and to be able to make it back to the tournament
2: yeah like I, I had a quick little interview with uh our student reporters for rambler sports locker after and they asked me like like what's what's the feeling like and i'm like honestly especially for the uh for the older guys like a bit of a r- relief um yeah. you could kind of see that a little bit last year and my freshman year my freshman year when we won the regular season like you guys had done it before, so it's just like the the hard work it takes to get back and the, the pressure that's on you with that. It's it's more so r- relief um, at first, but obviously you know this week there's there's plenty of joy with that comes with you know we're the champs and our our future and opportunity in the NCAA tournament is secure. So
1: yeah, there's definitely something to be said about that. I remember last year winning the regular season at home against uh, Southern in that in that last game, like, you know, and I think, you know, I gave uh, Coach a, a big hug, and it was kind of like, man, this is like a relief because we were, whatever, we were, were we preseason pick number one? We had to be.
2: Last year, I'm, I'm sure we were. Yeah, uh,
1: one or two. Maybe yeah. Actually, maybe you and I was one. I don't know. But, like, we were picked high. We were, whatever, we were 16 and – Two. 15 and two in the league, and we just wanted to become 16 and two. Like, yeah. you know, it's just a big relief because you don't want to put all that work in, put everything in to come one game short, or you know yeah. what I'm saying. And that's that happened to you guys in the regular season this year, and we flipped it around and won mm-hmm. three games in three days. Yeah, and uh, you know that makes up for for you know. It's not like we. Got killed in the regular season race, you know, one game behind. So, uh, definitely a big relief. And, uh, yeah, going to the tournament. The the sights. we could be back in Indy.
2: Yeah. We're we'll, we'll do that while we're on the, the, the whole titles thing. Like, we got to say, like, dude, like, I, I, there was definitely like a sense, like, with us, especially with the older guys, like, for Drew, um, with the regular season ending it the way it did and just, you know, how much work he and his, his staff have done this year. Uh, he, he definitely should have been coach of the year. I mean, obviously I understand, you know, you and I yeah, was champions.
1: But that's uh that's tough. That's a tough thing.
2: Like, like something I thought about too, was like really frustrating that we were the four seed. It didn't reflect the, the work he's done uh, during the year and like, just <laughs> what we've been able to accomplish.
1: Well, the and, it was you guys tied. You guys I, won the same yeah. number of games as Missouri State and Drake, right? Yeah. But we just with the tiebreakers and stuff, yeah. we were four. We
2: were one and three against them. But yeah, well, I you know we're we're just so happy for him and you know like I said the staff, you, you know the hours they put in. Yeah, yeah. Um, and or uh, we're, we're extremely confident going forward. Uh, you know, seeing seeing other opponents in the the tournament.
1: Yeah, and and this is like now familiar territory for for yes, guys, yeah. you know, Lucas, here, Braden. I mean, everyone from last year, you know, familiar territory. I remember my my freshman year. You know, we we'd never been to the NCAA tournament before. We're kind of just a hoping to, you know, we're hoping to win a game in the in the tournament. You know, we're we're hoping to beat Miami, and, and then you know. We obviously went on to do much more than that, but now, like, and I think this is a progression of Loyola basketball. Like, the expectation is not to just get in the tournament, it's to win some games. You know, it's to win two or three games in the NCAA tournament. And I think that that's a great, great goal to have and a great progression of the program. So,
2: yeah, like, I I think our mindset, which obviously, I'm, I'm excited for our film session and our, our talks today but uh from my understanding i think you know our standard is just that we're confident in beating whoever we put in front of us and that's like one game at a time like as a team yeah right we're not, we're not talking about these these lofty things i mean obviously like, you're mentioned the fan expectation which is awesome that you know we're like that but like our our approach this next week will i like i assume will be just you know you know one game at a time and we're confident in whoever that is. Yeah. With work we put in throughout the week and preparing for that.
1: Right, right. And this week is kind of tricky because th- that's one of the disadvantages of, I guess you could say, uh, of our tournament being so early. Like, you don't really know. I remember we would do stuff, and, you know, you work on stuff all week trying to guess who you're going to play. And I remember, like, Coach would come down, and I saw this and that, and then they start preparing for the teams, and we're not even – I don't think we even thought that we were going to play Georgia Tech in the first round. We we saw we're going to play this team or that team, and then they would look at them and kind of – we would have like a couple of segments in practice on that team, but we never played them, you know. So it's kind of a tough thing for coaches. It's really just about you, your team, you know. What can you get better at? skill development, um, staying, you know, in shape, getting up and down and stuff like that. So, I mean, and the advantage of it is now you guys are – you don't have to worry about anything. You guys are in. Let all the other teams, you know, lose or win or do whatever in the tournaments, and and uh, you guys are just going to enjoy, the, enjoy the, the week.
2: Yeah. Uh, we talked about that a little bit on the long bus ride home. We're like, wow, this would suck if we lost. This would yeah. be a terrible week if we lost. Right, right. Um, so it's 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 great to be in this position. Uh, I guess we we gotta say like we're, we're having this watch party and genteel on Sunday. That's something I haven't experienced. Um, but if you're listening to this, um, I hope you can make it out. Obviously, it'll be it'll be a great moment no matter where you are. Um, but I'm I'm excited for that experience, whatever whatever that entails with you know students on campus while we're going to NZA tournament.
1: Yeah, I, I was looking at some, uh, you know, Lenardi, mock this, mock that. They've got us as like, uh, I don't even, they've got us as like an 11 seed, which we like, by the way. We were an 11 seed a couple years ago. Turned out good for us. Um, I think they, I mean, it's all speculation though. Yeah. Um, but we, we have a pretty similar record to last year.
2: Yeah. Um, the
1: COVID games and stuff, so like we played less I, games I, last year. I think
2: Yeah, the amount of like quad one games is per, is different. Or okay. you know, quad two, whatever, you know, the, the metrics are there. Um, both like with the Valley this year and uh That's true. The non conference games we had. So that'll be interesting. I feel like I you guys
1: played a better non conference. Yeah, I, I, this than, year, yeah. Yeah.
2: The, the but we also, you know. Lost two of those, yeah. I mean, we
1: played Wisconsin last year and lost, yeah. And I don't even know,
2: like, I don't don't even know how DePaul and Vandy shape up as far as resume builders. With, yeah,
1: that's true, and Arizona State,
2: yeah, yeah. So we'll see, whatever. Like I said, team in front of us,
1: I saw one, I saw one that had uh Auburn. In the same little pot as you guys. If you guys made it to the next round, you'd play Auburn, and I was like, "Damn, that would that'd be kind of cool." Because you guys are, you know, you already played them yeah. once this year.
2: Yeah, I'm, I'm just. We feel we they didn't get our best shot, so.
1: Yeah, but it would be good, you know. You know them. They know you guys. Yeah. You know them. You know their strengths, weaknesses, stuff like that. Get another. Get another shot at them, but like yeah. I
2: said, who knows. Who knows?
1: Yeah. Sunday, the Sunday the the selection show is always I don't know, it's it's fun. It's pretty nerve wracking for me. Like especially like as the as the week goes on, you see more and more of these mock brackets, and then you have a feeling like, okay, we're either gonna be a this, this, or this. And like last year we knew we were gonna be eight, nine, or like eight, nine, ten, or eleven. We knew we were gonna be one of those. So like every time, you know, they do the 1st and the 16. And then it's time for the 8 and you're like, "Okay, it's us. It's us. It's us." And then it it, it isn't. And then you got to wait all again. I remember sitting at the the speedway, yeah, enjoying that. So it was uh awesome definitely moment. interesting.
2: Um I'll ask you, I guess this is probably good for the uh the listeners too. Like the thing starts at 4:15 on Sunday. Like what do we do? What what uh takes place? what at the, the, the selection show at Gentile.
1: oh man um
2: and people like speak
1: you might get you might get some new gear you're probably gonna get like a new something you
2: know, hey that's that was, not a great thing about that
1: was always great you got like yeah. a new gear for this event well, that's yeah. a shirt or whatever it is what time is the selection show like five thirty.
2: I think it's a 5 central and the thing starts at 4:15. So do you, do you remember like being on that stage like
1: Yeah, I think they play like the highlights of the season. They're, Austin's going to put together like a video of Arch yeah. Madness, an Arch Madness video for okay. sure. Like a recap for the fans that didn't go. And then maybe maybe Drew will will talk. I'm sure he will. Uh, I think coach talked my my freshman year. Um Maybe even Lucas, I think maybe Ben or Dante said some words. I don't know. Right. And then, um, yeah, and then you watch it on the big screen. And then after that, it's kind of awkward. Like, there's not really any yeah. more talking. There's just kind of like cheering. And it kind of becomes like a big, like, mingle mingle session. You know, you kind of walk around. I guess there'll, there'll be some media. There'll definitely be media there. Yeah. Um, I'm sure they'll I mean, want to get your some quotes from you. <laughs> and... uh you know, just kind of get your feelings towards everything.
2: I'll be a Smythe in the corner. Yeah. Um. Okay. Oh, I gotta say, dude, we had a we had a legit student section at Arch Madness. It was sick. I think there were three buses of students. Oh,
1: nice, nice.
2: The students. Uh, you know, student section. The band of wolves. Great, great all weekend, and then both the cheer and the dance team, were all there.
1: I saw some pictures of the lower bowl at uh, Arch Madness, and it was it was pretty full. Or, or no? Am I wrong here?
2: Yeah. Well, yeah, no. So, especially like Sunday, like Drake had a great little they had their section. Our fans were split up. We had like two chunks. I don't know what was okay. going on there all weekend. Again, you know, I'm, I'll say it right now, and. Listeners we're gonna hear I'm gonna cut the northern Iowa part we will release that another time what? what what I said about Northern Iowa earlier we can't we can't we can't post that
1: what what did you say
2: I, I no it's not at a later time
1: okay hopefully. I'm not even sure what was said
2: all right um, but yeah uh, it, no it was, it was really good good showing all the send-offs were good
1: it, it looked like there was a good amount of fans there
2: yeah more, yeah I was like
1: I, even more I, than even like my freshman year like we had a good section yeah. illinois state had a good section but like the just like the spectators that yeah. were kind of just there to watch it wasn't that there wasn't that many
2: i i think I think that's what we're, we're rooting for on selection sunday is milwaukee or indianapolis and that feeds into chicago that's yeah, that game. would be
1: nice. That would be crazy.
2: But uh, I think at either of those venues, we get a ton of fans. So. Oh, yeah. But, hey, we're happy to be there. We'll go anywhere. We'll play anyone.
1: Oh, that's another That's another thing. I remember, uh, like, trying to decipher oh, where we're going to go. Yeah. I remember Coach would come down and, yeah, I think we're going to Boise. <laughs> the Boise one. I think it was my freshman year. Yeah, I think we're going to Boise. I was like, oh, my God. Or there was one in uh, San Francisco that year, too. We ended up going to Dallas. But um, that's always cool. It's always cool to see where you're going to be playing. Um, yeah. The arenas are always nice. I'm not sure where it will be in Milwaukee. I mean, uh, is it where the Bucks play?
2: Yeah. nice. Do you think?
1: Yeah. yeah. Or maybe it's the Bradley Center. Or did they d- demolish that?
2: The Bradley Center. What is that?
1: That's where Marquette used to play.
2: Well, Marquette plays at Pfizer sometimes.
1: Okay, maybe they demolished that then. I, I'm sorry, Milwaukee history folks. It used to be called the Bradley Center. Now it's Pfizer Forum, but they might have demolished it. Or they might be right next to each other. I'm not sure. But And then in Indy, it will probably be where the Pacers play.
2: Yeah, yeah, Banker's Life for sure. That'll be cool. All right. Um, th- that's pretty substantive for... Uh, blurs we will definitely get another episode out before i head to uh wherever we're going you know get a little reaction maybe maybe sunday night we can we can maybe
1: sunday we can uh, uh,
2: monday morning yeah monday
1: morning maybe we can get a a little reaction maybe go through the tournament interesting matchups we see stuff like that
2: yeah all right um let's uh Let's get to Belgium, man. It's been a minute. All right, correct. I know we'll uh, we'll get to both the car and waffles, but first I want to hear about basketball stuff. I I, I know you guys had that break, but uh, I I think I used the word phase earlier. What would you call this new section of your season where you're playing? You know, yes, basketball.
1: phase is correct. Cross border cool. phase. Ah. So, top five teams from Netherlands and Belgium.
2: You guys made it. I don't think you guys...
1: Yeah, we made it. We were fourth. Yeah. We go into a pool. Into a a round robin.
2: (laughs) Back in the table talk, baby. Yes, sir.
1: (laughs) We're in another table. But we only play the teams from the Dutch teams. Okay. So, we have... It's home and home. So, it's ten games. And... We only have three games the entire month of March. Yeah, and seven in April as the schedule stands. So I'm not sure who was doing the schedule, but that that seems, I don't know, it seems interesting. The season, the the cross-border, you know, round-robin ends April 29th. And then the playoffs start uh, in May, like early May, maybe like the first weekend in May or something, or maybe maybe just right away. I, I don't know. In the the playoff system, I can't even begin to describe. Huh. Um, there's there's going to be two re- playoffs. There's going to be a Belgian playoff where it's just Belgian teams, and then there's going to be a B-next playoff, which is Dutch teams and Belgian teams. Okay. So you could play – and that depends on the standings uh, from this from this phase. Like, the, the B-next playoffs depend on the standings from – Last phase? No, from this phase, like when uh, we play the Dutch teams.
2: Okay.
1: And – Listen to this. So you'd think the top five teams go into this pool. The gold division is what it's called. You'd think it's just everyone has zero points and, you know, that's how it works. Yeah. No, No. I don't know. You take the points that you got from the Belgian competition and the Dutch competition and you Divide them by two, and that's how many points you have in this new division. Mm. So I think we're, uh, and right now no, we've only played one round of games. Uh, we won by like uh, thirty. We beat a, a team. We they played us pretty close in the first half. It was like six points at half, and then we in the second half we really kind of opened it up. Mm. Um, so there's only been one round of games. And all the Belgian teams won. Belgium is undefeated right now against the Netherlands teams in both gold and silver divisions. So we'll see how that goes. I'm sure that won't that won't hold just because I, I don't know yeah. but so that's where we're at right now. That game was the first game we had played in like two weeks because guys want to go play for their national teams for FIBA, the qualifying uh competitions. So, yeah. Hmm.
2: All right. And um,
1: uh so that's where we're at.
2: The uh I don't know if we shared before last or no, I think we did. Dante's team qualified and you guys got them at the end of the month, right?
1: Yeah, we're going to I think we play them on like the 27th or 8th or
2: We'll definitely get them on. I kind of want to get them on after so he's, you guys play each other and I want to kind of get your takes on 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 all of that.
1: Yeah, that would be cool. Yeah. Well, well, I'll I'll have to hit him up or talk to him during the game about it, but it uh, should be all right.
2: His uh, his dad was out in St. Louis, of course. I guess you know his brother's out. I see his brother's freshman of the year in the conference he at had, uh, the Maryville? Year. Yeah. Yeah. So nice. But he his dad was getting the chance going.
1: As, I would expect nothing less. Yeah, Mister Ingram. <clears throat> So, yeah, basketball is going well. Um, it's just kind of slow right now just because yeah. – So now that we're out of like
2: – Europe.
1: Europe, we only play one game a week. Oh. Hmm. Um, we only play like on the weekends. So, yeah, that's how that's going.
2: All right. Um, Quick quick car recap, all right? I know <laughs> we gave it throw. I could
1: go into this. <laughs> no, quick. I got my car back, but they had to replace like – the doors on it okay so i got like two new two new doors and they had to i got like stickers all over my car yeah
2: while, you know advertising
1: yeah it's like uh there's a big monkey on my car because we're the, you know that's our logo and
2: yeah. they
1: had to take those off for to put the new doors on so i had to go to this place to get them put back on um so I guess that was interesting. I was in a pretty industrial part of the city. It was kind of hard to find. Yeah. But, um, yeah, that's not very exciting. But that's you know, so that's, that's what I did. And then yeah, so now I'm I'm back. The gas prices here are are high, man. It's getting. Uh, I think it's, it's cost like here. yeah, it cost me like 80, 80 euros to fill my tank up, which is. You know, like 90-something bucks.
2: Okay.
1: So, yeah. But I don't really fill up like every, you know, I travel a lot less. So I fill up maybe like once or twice a month rather than mm. you know, once or twice a week. But, yeah. yeah. That's All the right, car so. situation. I, you know, nothing really happened on that. for It just took like two weeks for me to get it back. Mm. I, don't, I don't know. It, it took my but
2: Adult stuff. Yeah. Okay. The waffles. Now, I think what we left off, you were saying what we think of Belgian waffles are not Belgian waffles. Correct. Is that Okay.
1: So you go to – what's your favorite breakfast spot in uh, in Zionsville?
2: Big Dave's breakfast sandwiches. Best breakfast sandwich you'll ever have.
1: Okay. Do, do they have just Hold
2: like – Hold on. I don't even know why I said – it's called Big Dave's Deli. Okay. Okay. The Big Dave's breakfast sandwich is the best breakfast sandwich in the world. But Big Dave's Deli. It's Continue. a breakfast place. Yes, it is.
1: But it's called a deli. That's a- yeah.
2: But it's a breakfast place. Okay. I'm, okay. I Do think they, they have
1: they- a Belgian waffle on the I, menu?
2: I know they have pancakes. I'm pretty sure they, they probably have, have a
1: Belgian waffle.
2: A Belgian waffle maker, probably.
1: Yeah. Like. When you go, let's say you just go to Burnt Toast and you order the Belgian waffle.
2: Yeah.
1: What comes out? This big,
2: square, yeah, a
1: squ- fluffy, square waffle. I mean, it's as yeah. big as the plate. Like, that doesn't, that, that's not how it is. One, a, a Belgian waffle is never eaten for breakfast here.
2: Really? <laughs>
1: yeah. It's like a dessert.
2: Wow. Okay.
1: Yeah. So like we got that all wrong.
2: Dude, this is <laughs> this is enlightening. What?
1: Now, not at least to my knowledge, not one person here says wakes up and says, "You know what? I'm going to have a Belgian waffle this morning."
2: You don't do they call them Belgian waffles? Or or maybe that? they
1: just call it a waffle. I don't yeah. know. No. No, I think they call them Belgian waffles. Is here. there a
2: difference? Is there a regular waffle you can get in Belgium? There's two different
1: kinds of waffles. There's oh. a there's a Brussels waffle which has no sugar on oh. it like no sugar like
2: I'm out.
1: No, 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 no. Like no sugar like encrusted in the in the crust or okay. and there's a Liège waffle which is like it has like sugar infused, you know, like Crystals, sugar crystals, in uh, it, you know, and the, the, that one's more of like an oval yeah. and the Brussels one is more of like a square. And I mean, like they're, they're not like as big as an American Belgian waffle. No.
2: Oh, like they're, they're
1: still big and fluffy, but they're not like massive.
2: I've had Belgian waffles that are, you know, the size of what, like my, my hands. Yeah. Yeah. Literally. Like the size like, like, if you put like, than that, but. If
1: you put like two iPhones together,
2: yeah. you know? Waffles like that.
1: Yeah. Okay. Well, usually, how we think of them is they're like this massive, kay. fluffy waffle. And Americans. Like, they never have them with syrup here. Oof. Like, butter? No, no. What? What do they do? Like, it's about like toppings, it's kind of like ice cream toppings. Like you could have Nutella. My favorite is Nutella and whipped cream. Like, you know, chocolate sauce. Um, a lot of, some people just have them plain Nutella, Mm -hmm. um, strawberries, bananas, stuff like that. It's more, it's not like a, a big, like, you know, there's no syrup or, you know, it's more like whipped cream and Nutella or whipped Mm -hmm. cream and strawberries or chocolate sauce. Um and stuff like that, yeah. And y- you have it to like enjoy the waffle, not to just douse it in syrup. Yeah. So, yeah, and it's never for breakfast. The mm-hmm. breakfasts here are much different than they are in in America. Like, have you ever had like cold cuts for breakfast?
2: No, we've had this. Okay. Yeah, yeah, okay. Cool.
1: Yeah, we we have we have, but uh, yeah. So. It's more of a dessert or like a, a snack. It's not necessarily a, a, a meal and uh no syrup. I mean they're still warm. They're still warm, but they're not it's not like this big fluffy waffle, and there's two different kinds. So wow.
2: well, if you're American and you're listening to this, I heard it here first. Yeah. I I appreciate that. Is there any other knowledge you want to share from us and your findings abroad?
1: Mm. No, I went to Amsterdam again over the break. Went to a couple museums. Hmm. Took like a canal cruise, which was what, which was pretty fun.
2: What uh, what types of museums?
1: Went to like a Dutch history museum, a Dutch art, Dutch art, Dutch how, history.
2: I don't know how it doing that because it's you know it's a Dutch.
1: Well, it's all what's there. The, there's a Dutch that? and there's an English. Oh, Okay. Like I like Rembrandt. Uh, there were a couple famous paintings of his, like the Night Watch.
2: That person.
1: If you look up the night, the Night's Watch. That's a pretty famous picture. It's huge. Okay. Um, the the picture of like the Battle of Waterloo, Mm. which is like in in almost every textbook in America. Um, there the picture was there, and that picture was like one of the biggest pictures I've ever seen. Oh, that's cool. The painting. It's a painting, picture, Everything painting, same thing. Massive. Yeah, it's huge. Um, so yeah, it was uh, it was cool. It was cool to see, and uh, it was cool to go to. There was a lot of like exploration, like seventeen hundreds, sixteen hundreds stuff. There, some old cannons and muskets and stuff. So that was that was kind of cool. All right, and then I went on a canal tour of the city, like there's a bunch of different canals and the way they uh like Amsterdam is like below the sea level. Yeah. So they can had you to like the word
2: cruise, like what what's the size of the boat we're talking here?
1: <laughs> it's like a long long skinny boat that's like low, you know?
2: Yeah.
1: I guess yeah, it's a canal. But how cruise. many people are on this? Ooh, it can hold a lot of people, like Fifty to, oh, okay. to seventy five people size for sure. Boat.
2: A sizeable boat. Alright. Yeah,
1: but it's like way long it's super skinny, but real long. And right. uh, it's like it, there's a bunch of bridges, so like the I can't even stand up in this boat. It hmm. the, the ceiling is probably only like I don't know, five feet. Hmm. Because Maybe. because you, when they go under under the bridges they you know you can't hit it. So
2: so are your like feet? It's are just your feet a normal a seat, water? like a booth, like a booth. Okay. seat. Okay.
1: Yeah, yeah. Your feet are are kind of like they're in the boat, but like yeah, I got most you. of the boat is under under underwater.
2: I see it. Okay.
1: Yeah. Um. So that was cool. We got to learn some history about everything and um, like where the old city was, where the new city is, that type of stuff.
2: If you're, uh, if you're. You have only three games this month. Are you gonna be able to go anywhere else? Is there any other
1: Uh I don't know. I don't really think so because we're gonna have practice most of yeah. the days. Okay. So uh yeah, I don't know. I'm not sure.
2: Cool. Well, at least you'll be able to, go to the Netherlands a little bit here and there more for uh for hoops.
1: Yeah, yeah, we'll get a little bit more travel. It's like you know, two like an hour I think it's like an hour and 15 minutes might be the closest game. And then there's also some games that are like three hours away. So
2: also I've had a couple people ask me, bro, like including father Joe, shout out father Joe. Great listener. Father um, Joe, You were in Kiev a couple months ago.
1: Yeah, that that is kind of crazy.
2: We didn't really talk about that. Um, did you have any uh, feeling that the Russians were coming up at that point in time when you were there?
1: Well, um, at that time, there were rumors and rumblings, and they had people at the border. Yeah. Like, they had the soldiers and stuff at the border. Um, but no, we didn't really feel, like, in danger or, or anything <laughs> like that. But um, definitely, you, could, you definitely maybe thought about it like yeah. um it definitely wasn't just like this is a new thing like it's been happening for, over, for a little bit
2: like over a decade it's kind of been an issue with you know certain regions of the country so
1: right right and and this like attack in general like it's been building up for a couple months yeah they've been, been putting i mean probably more than that i'm not i don't really know a ton on that but i remember when we went there there were, like, 100,000 troops or whatever on the border. And Kiev isn't, like, super close to the border, but, um, I mean, it is the capital city. So, um, yeah, so we played our game, and then we got out of there pretty much. Uh, yeah. Like, it's crazy, but, like, they have a team there uh, called Promate, and they were uh, – I think they were top eight in the in the Champions League, which, you know, if you listen to our other podcasts – Mm-hmm. the whole tier system of yeah, European yeah, yeah. games that I won't go into now but um they were top 8 and they were they had a good chance of of advancing and going on and they relocated their team to uh Czech Republic for the time being and then just recently like a couple days ago they they disbanded as a club um huh. they were they're from uh Ukraine
2: I I read an article about a former Indiana basketball stud Maurice Creek his story of getting out is pretty insane obviously he's um glad that he's out and everything happened there it's you know he's lucky um and it's a pretty sad situation but I like if people are interested in like the basketball scene I I look up Maurice Creek and all the stuff he had to do to get out was it's a pretty insane story he was in bomb shelters and everything so
1: yeah and, and I've had like people maybe not people ask my mom or, or yeah. something like, you know, Oh, he's over there. Like all this stuff's going on. Like I'm not really that close no. to, to this stuff. You know, I don't think people realize, I mean, Ukraine's pretty far away. It's uh, a country. like a four or five hour, four hour plane ride to, yeah. to this place. So, um, and I, th- and that was from Amsterdam. So um, yeah. So I'm not like that close, but I am. A, I I am still on this side of the world, which is yeah. you know it, it it can be a little scary, I guess. But um, for now, I don't mm. really, you know feel any danger.
2: Yeah. All right. Well. Uh. Any, anything else for Belgium?
1: No, man. Just grinding away, and uh, be watching the be watching the blurs. Hopefully, you guys get a earlier game, like a twelve or one. Two, three, so I can actually watch it.
2: Yeah, we, we like those sort of games too. Yeah. So, yeah. all right. Okay, well, we now welcome on a senior guard for the Loyola Ramblers. Uh, she wears number 11. She's a sharpshooter. She has way more threes than me, Crut, or London could ever take. Um, yeah, that's true. They're coming off a huge win against Missouri State on her senior night. Um, and they head out to uh, they're heading out to who's in the Heartland today. So uh, Janae, uh, welcome on. What's up? What's up? Bill? What's up Bill?
0: Nice Yo.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's good. It's good to see you. It's good to see uh, you know. I don't. I'm not around campus anymore or anything, so I don't get to. I feel like we always kind of have the same practice times and schedule, so we always kind of see each other. But nope, not out in Belgium. But so it's good to see you. It's good to we we had coach on earlier um, in the year and we talked about um, you know just your guys expectations and stuff. So uh, yeah, it's good to good to have you on.
0: Yeah, it's, it's, nice, to it's nice to see you both too. Um, we as a team we always talked um, just about seeing people in the hallway and stuff because you know we like you said we practice at the same time and we we're always away. You guys are home. We we're home. You guys are away. But uh, yeah, it was it was nice to always see you guys in the hallway and say what's up and
2: for sure and like uh, I had a couple of classes with you over the years. We came in together I we remember going to the the hospital together with Corey.
0: Yeah,
2: uh, when we were just young freshmen. Uh, so it's it's good to see how we how we have grown over the years for uh, for better or worse.
0: Honestly, yeah, that was felt like yesterday. <laughs> yeah, that's crazy. That cold van with Corey. So cold in there. Uh,
2: yeah. <laughs> Long long drives out, uh, out, out to what's that? Maywood. Yeah, Maywood.
1: Maywood. Yeah. Maywood. Loyola Center. Hated going
2: there. <laughs> okay, I board. guess to get started, for real Janae. Uh, I looked back. You know, we we know Missouri State is just had. It's been a juggernaut uh, on the women's side, uh, and yeah, you guys, you guys had not Knocked them off uh, in in your career here until uh, until senior day. They had a chance to uh, get a, ch- uh, a claim of the uh, the title with Southern Illinois, and uh, you took him down. So like, w- what did it take? What and what did that mean to you after you know these four years?
0: Yeah, we we had a press conference after the game with the seniors, and I and I told them that it. Not that we didn't we – just been preparing the same way all year, you know. And so um, I just felt like things were flowing defensively and offensively. And for us, that's kind of been an issue where it's like our defense is really good one day, but, like, our offense is struggling or vice versa. And so I think it really just took, like, um, a collective group effort and, like, a ton of energy. We were feeding off – you know, the families that were there, the crowd, um, and, you know, the bench energy was so live. And once we got up, it, it was like no turning back because we were just like, all right, now the wheels are turning. You know, both things were clicking. And um, as a senior, on senior day to finally beat them, it was like, re- it, honestly, it felt like we won a championship. Cause Allison and I have been through it all here, you know, turning the ship and you know not having the best record to like growing our record. So it was just we, we like looked at each other and we were like, we can beat anybody in this in this conference. So it felt it felt amazing.
1: Yeah, yeah. You mentioned like you know where you when you came in to now. Like, what do you think some of the biggest differences are? Um, like I said, we had coach on earlier and she talked a lot about turning the ship and how it's going in the right direction. Um, and, and your class and you especially are, are a part of that important to that. And like, how do you see it progressing from when you started to where you finish and how it can go and move forward? You know, just like for me, like, I don't know if you plan to stay next year or not, or, or, or anything with the COVID year, but like, you know, I, I left and now it's, you know, a lot of guys stayed, but it's up to them now to carry it on, you know? So how do you see that? And just, just talk a little bit about that.
0: Yeah. I I definitely think the, the team's mind, the mindset has changed. Um, My freshman year, we, we kind of knew that, you know, we were on the bottom of the conference. Right. And we kind of let that get to us. Um, and, And I think that like, we didn't have as much confidence and, we lacked in that department so we fell short but um this group is like this group is probably the the best group I've been with where like everybody is like we can be anybody like anywhere right um and like we really believe it and I think that's that's a major difference is because like freshman year sophomore year we're like oh we want to win a championship like we can do it but like 50% 50% believe it, 50% don't believe in it. And so this year it's like 100% all around. Like we're like, we can be, we can, we can do it. And so yeah, I think that's, that's one of the biggest changes. Um, and it's, and it's fun to be around, like you said, um, and leaving it up to the younger people to carry it on.
1: Right.
2: That's great. Like, you know, and uh, just, with, uh like your mindset everything uh you know having coach actor on preseason you guys were picked seventh in the league and you finished um, fifth you, you guys are the, are the five seed on, on Friday a little four or five matchup um like do you guys like when those come out we kind of have a different kind of take on every year and you know obviously both coach Moser and coach Valentine Always said, you know, outside noise doesn't really matter. What was the discussion like when when you guys heard you picked seventh, and you know, especially with that being your seventh year? Like, uh, what was the the reaction from the team with that?
0: Yeah, we um we were like seventh, like I think Valpo was picked above us, maybe, mm-hmm. but um we had just come off the tournament last year making it to like the semifinals and I know it was like a crazy year with COVID and stuff, but yeah, we were just all in like shock. And, and like you said, we don't really let the outside noise bother us either because I mean, you know, we, we haven't been blessed in the past years. So obviously like there's going to be talk around, you know, we're not someone to look out for. And I think um our group has done, a really great job of like blocking out the noise and just playing together on the court and like not thinking about anybody else like we're just so confident in ourselves it's helped us but yeah when we were picked seventh we were like what and we only lost like two seniors and so well, it was like our, like what is what's going on but but yeah we talked about it for like one practice and then it was in one ear out the other so can't gotcha. really say too much about it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
2: So w- with that, you know, first of all, you guys swept Valpo uh, for the people to know, um, but also someone uh, you didn't take care of yet is is Illinois State, and you guys you guys have them Friday, and it's a similar situation with last year that they beat beat you guys twice in the regular season. W- what's your What's your guys' mindset at right now, and, and you know, without getting too end of the game plan what What do you guys need to do to, to knock them off on friday and get to saturday again
0: yeah um man tough one at home too here it was yeah. crazy because i just watched film because we have film today and we were like right there for that second game so you know we know that we can do it and it with it being a similar situation to last year we like really know we can do it you know yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. we had them um and so I think not without without getting too much into detail, um, I think rebounding and and definitely fouling are going to be um our top top things to look for. I think the foul count right now is like forty something to fifteen, them shooting free throws. So in our in our matchup. So yeah. It's a little bit of a difference, but I think if like I said, if our defense is flowing and our offense is flowing, hopefully it's a repeat of last year. <laughs> yeah. My yeah.
2: So with that, um, you know, we just came off that, that weekend uh, in St. Louis. You know, the whole MVC vibes are kind of interesting. It, it wasn't as bad as I expected. Uh, but, you know, this is obviously your guys' last time uh, going to Hoops in the Heartland. I'm just interested. Everyone always asks me, like, about – the reaction of other sports teams or, or their thoughts on uh, moving to the A-10? Like, I I know we've briefly talked about how, like, just like us, you guys found out the day it happened. Um, but has there been any discussion from the, the ladies, like, throughout the year just about, like, looking ahead? I mean, obviously the Missouri Valley is so deep on the women's side as well. Um, has there been any discussion with that or, or do you guys have any um, reaction to, you know, the move?
0: Yeah, like you said, we found out, I think, 30 minutes before it was put out on Twitter and everything, um, so we were just as surprised as everybody else <laughs> that kind of follows along. Um, people were asking me, like, what? Like, what happened? Why are you guys moving? And I said, you know, I don't know. I, I just found out in <laughs> the practice, but, um, yeah, I think the, our biggest talk has been about traveling and how much we're going to have to travel, mm-hmm. or how much the team is going to have to travel. And um, some of them are excited, well, because, you know, there's teams in New York, there's teams in Virginia, and one of our freshmen are from Virginia, so he's yeah. like happy to be, like, close to home, but we were like, really, the closest drive is, I think, Dayton, and it's still six hours, so they're a little nervous about flying and, and stuff like that, but... um Yes. I mean, I'm sure coaches were uh, getting prepared to recruit differently. I feel like cause the A-10 is a little bit different. Um, mm-hmm. So that's, I mean, all the talk has been about travel for us. Yeah, that,
2: That's the same with us. I mean, it's a totally valid concern. We, we talked about it all, here all the time, just the the school basketball balance and everything. Uh, it definitely, definitely changes things a bit. Um, I I've, Full faith in uh steve and holly that they'll take care of us and um it won't be too big of a difference but uh yeah and i'm just saying as you know us as like you know the athletic department like uh, yeah
1: okay i'm okay. <laughs> gonna take that fifth year
2: mm, we'll see
1: well, there'll be no more bus rides to like you know well i at least no bus ride shorter than what was it six hours that's a long bus ride.
2: St. Yeah. Louis, St.
1: Lu- yeah, St. Louis. That's true. That's five.
2: There's we not
0: drove to. Uh, we drove to Evansville and Indiana State this year, so we drove for about that's five six hours.
1: Yeah, but you can't drive to New York, you no, know. No. So they're definitely going to have to, you know, increase the flights and everything, and that, not just for basketball, for all the sports. I mean, you can't drive to VCU, UMass. You know? UMass you just can't do it so it'll be interesting it'll be interesting to see how but again they they got it all figured out I'm sure upstairs so if they need me they'll call me If they need me, to work out some logistics
2: but all right so with that um you know there's another milestone moment of uh of the year your roommate uh, our classmate Allison Day clips a thousand points um I just like to hear like what did it mean to her? And and what did that mean to you?
0: Yeah. um, Allison is probably one of the hardest workers I've ever come across. Um, She's always in the gym. She is always just trying to like get better and to like see her get that a thousand points. And we won at Bradley. So um, I was just so proud and like, Like I said earlier, we've been through a lot here, um, in the past four years. So, um, it was just, it it was like watching your child grow up and like, like do something really amazing. I felt like, I felt like a proud mom (laughs) and, um, I don't, I don't really give a lot of hugs, but, um, I, I, I joke with her. I don't really give her a lot of hugs, but I gave her a big hug and, um, I just said like just keep going like we're not done yet so like just keep going, but um yeah it was re- it was a really cool moment because you know I've been there for all her points and so to see mm-hmm. who scored that a thousandth I think I went the craziest on the bench okay. yeah well yeah it was it was really cool it was a really cool moment
2: it's awesome yeah Are you, you got a cut.
1: Oh, okay. Uh, you know, I found my. I wanted to stay. I chose Loyola because I wanted to stay closer to home, be able to play. You know, in, in front of some family and friends. Will chose to come here. Why'd you choose to come here, Will?
2: It's it's close, kind of close,
1: kind of home-like home. Yeah. Um. You know, so we both kind of chose to come here because it's kind of close to home. You, on the other hand, you're, you're originally from Phoenix, right, or Arizona? Yeah,
0: Phoenix, I guess- right? I chose to come here because it's close, too. Yeah,
1: Yeah, we just wanted to know, like, what what drew you to Loyola? What, you know, was it recruiting? Was it, you know, the city? Was it you just wanted to get away or or something like that? So, we just want to know what what chose – why did you choose to come here?
0: Um, I actually had this conversation with some family that came up for Senior Day this weekend, and they were like – Babe, why did you come all the way over here to Chicago? It's so cold. <laughs> yeah. And um for one, it was my only offer before my senior season, and so I kind of wanted to secure somewhere before like anything happened during my senior season of basketball cuz you just never know with injuries and stuff. And um and then I came and visited um and it was the city was so like new because I'm from Phoenix and like I know cities but I don't know like downtown city I don't know like college city like Canada. yeah, right right and so it was just different and it wasn't in the middle of nowhere
1: <laughs> and yeah yeah
0: that's what that's what drew me in and then like I said the the girls have always been the girls have always been cool and like really welcoming and um yeah I really like the team um for our visit we played like Jenga or something but we were just not even playing Jenga we were just laughing the whole time so I was like oh like when I left I was like dang I'm gonna really miss these girls like yeah. I can't wait to be back and so you caught the
1: right vibes yeah,
0: yeah, yeah that, was-
1: that's that's always important when you go on a visit or something like you, you can tell when the vibes are off or you can tell when they're right when you you know when you when you know they're right then that's how I kind of felt when I when I decided I want to stay close but Um, I took a couple other visits to, like, some schools that weren't – that were close, but they just didn't really have the same vibe as as Loyola. So, um, it's definitely a a vibey school, man.
0: Yeah. Good vibes only here. Yeah. Yeah. All
2: right, so, with that, you know, we've asked all our former players. I guess you and Lucas are our only other current players. But what's, what's, like, your favorite Loyola basketball memory? Like, I I guess, like – Another word, another way of asking, like, what's something you always look back on, like that you were filled with joy, uh, relating to Loyola basketball.
0: Ooh, let me see.
1: Put you on the spot.
0: Yeah, my favorite memory. Dang. Honestly, beating Illinois State is up there from last year. Um, I just remember getting back to the locker room. Allison had a really big day, a really big game. I just remember getting back to the locker room, and I think I punched her arm about ten times. I was like, <laughs> "What did you eat today? Like, what did you put in your Wheaties?" Mom, um, that was crazy. And then, um, probably when we were at uh, sophomore year, we went to Detroit Mercy, and I had the I tied the games for threes. Oh. So that was like, how many punches? I had nine.
2: Yes,
0: yeah. well, that
1: might be more. Well, how many you got this year? Oh, that three. is
2: that is more than me, you, and London combined. Career.
1: That's how many do you have this year? Three. Yes. Okay. <laughs> I've got one in my whole career. So <laughs> that's four. London did they give five?
2: Actually, wait, I'm I'm tripping. I, I have four. I'm sorry. Four. London. So three, that's
1: five. He had three. We're at eight. Yeah. He got us by one game. <laughs> yeah, well, it's not over yet. Will could still make a couple.
0: Okay. Yeah, Will.
1: Uh, well, you got to make two this weekend, man, yeah. for, for, for the tournament so we, so we can pass her for, for the, one game.
2: That, the Detroit Mercy game is <laughs>
0: yeah. on watch. Yep. <laughs> but, yeah, that was just uh, that was just cool because, um, you know, I'm, all my team was hyping me up and, like, they wanted to get the ball to me and like I had I had um the only time I had freaking fans come to to watch me play is my fourth grade teacher who lives in M- Michigan and I was like, You know no one uses my tickets. You should really come because I really need like support and stuff. Like no one I get family to come out once a year to games to Chicago and um so she came and she was like, "I want to go to all the games." Like that yeah. was so fun. And blah, blah, blah. So I was like, "Ah, they're not always like that, but I'm really glad that you caught this game. Yeah. Uh, that was cool. Awesome,
2: yeah, for sure. All right, well, Janae, I know you guys. Uh, you guys are heading out today. I I appreciate your time. Uh, I haven't said it yet. So you guys play on Friday at two thirty Central um, yes. against Illinois State. Should be on ESPN Plus. Uh, we wish you the best of luck. We'll we'll be watching.
0: Thank you all so much. Uh, take care. Good luck to you guys on your seasons. Um yeah. cru- keep killing it. <laughs> Thank you.
1: Will. Thank you. Good good to see you, like like I said, and uh like Will said, good luck. Good luck. You guys are gonna do it. You guys are gonna do it. It's gonna get to Saturday and, and beyond.
0: Thank you so much. Let's Will. I'll be watching keeping track of those threes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: Thank
0: you so much.
1: We need two. Right. one to tie one to tie I'll, I'll be fine with the tie we'll take it we'll
2: take, it.
1: We'll take a tie two to win
2: alright thanks Janae
0: thank
2: you alright again thanks so much to uh, Janae for coming on 2.30 Friday be there or ESPN Plus let us know if you're going to uh, Hoops in the Heartland and, and you're a listener of the pod we, uh, we'd love to hear about that but uh, yeah. if not um, or, or if you're coming to this selection show Sunday, please let us know. And, uh, we're, uh, we're obviously really excited and we'll try it. We'll get these out more, uh, commonly throughout the run or I shouldn't say run throughout, you know, just the whole process. Well, that's good,
1: the, man. That's good confidence yeah. right there.
2: Well, just, you know, though, I, I say that, but like the, the week ahead is, yeah, is yeah, the, yeah. Uh, pretty great. So, um, yeah, you Yeah. You got anything?
1: No, no, I know it's it's been a – we're going to try to get one out this week. Well, this one is going to be out tomorrow, but uh, I'm going to try to get one out next week before they – I'm sure you guys will leave probably on on Tuesday, like, Monday or Tuesday. Usually the game's on Thursday. Yeah,
2: Tuesday or uh, – yeah, probably.
1: Probably Tuesday, and it depends. I mean, I guess if it's in one of the closer locations, you'll still leave the same day, but it won't be as bad of travel. So we'll be able to get that out, and uh, yeah, looking forward to it. We'll have some cool, uh, you know, March Madness experiences and stuff like that. I remember my freshman year, I thought it was so cool. They gave us, like, in the locker room, they gave us, like – I remember Bruno Skokna and me, like, they gave us, like, axe, everything yeah. acts.
2: They have, they have every – yeah, all that Grey,
1: stuff. body wash, the whole nine yards, deodorant, all this stuff. And uh can remember me and Bruno Skokna, like no old guys really like paid attention to that. But me and him like went around and like grabbed God. grabbed everybody's oh, yeah. stuff because <laughs> they didn't want it. And uh I had axe for like the next literally even going into my sophomore year, yeah, I, still, no, I, I still had stuff from that because we I got had, so like, much stuff.
2: We had a Full supply of my freshman year in the locker room of yes like, body wash and stuff yeah. and it's like it's like the the new stuff they're kind of testing out or yeah wearing, yeah, so it's yeah not like which I'm not I'm a huge fan of Axe or anything but like well, it's still cool you know, yeah you get,
1: the, you get the, the I think it was like I don't exactly. know
2: what it was all right like, well uh, we'll be sure to fill in uh, everyone with stuff like that and uh, and obviously uh, the the matchup. And whatever we get. So, all right, we'll uh, we'll see you guys early next week. All time. right, thanks. See you guys. Go blurs. Go blurs.